This Baptist Health Cancer Care 200 Betting Picks Edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is just adding Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100x. That's right, turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by GameTime Last Minute Tickets. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off of your first purchase. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away $3,000 in NFL Second Survivor or Second Chance Survivor contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. The contest starts this weekend and it's free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. You know what, Kurt Busch? We will talk about racing things. That is what we are here to do. It is, of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, And talking racing things is exactly what we are here to do, Cody. It is the Truck Series taking on the Homestead Miami Speedway over there in Homestead, Florida. Uh, this is it, right? This is where we lock uh, everybody in to the uh, championship four in the trucks. Yeah, this is exciting. Oh, man, it's crazy we're to this point but this is it locking everyone in we will have a set final four after this race of course Corey heim already has his ticket punched he doesn't have to worry about what goes on this week the rest of the three spots wide open win and you're in Oh man, it's gonna be gonna be a good good weekend of racing. It certainly will. Shout out because as you know, we are now taking our pick shows live on YouTube. So shout out to our buddy Justin or Miranda. I don't know. It, it could be either one uh, out there listening. And then of course, always Rye, our friend Rye Cape over there in the chat, hanging out with us as well. Uh, we'll continue to keep the pick show the way we keep it, but obviously. We're going to incorporate some more live chat. So if you're listening on the regular podcast platforms, we are not going to sacrifice this. I know there's a lot of shows sometimes that turn their their podcast into just an extension of the YouTube channel. We're not going to do that. We are going to continue to keep it the way we are, uh, but we will augment it with our, our uh, YouTube presence as well. So anyways, yes, Cody, uh, locked into the, the final four. But you, as you said just before we hopped on, a lot of truck news to be had so let's dig right into the truck news where do you want to start first yeah silly season going silly 
this past week with Truck News. So we got a ton of stuff. Uh, it starts with Tricon announcing Corey Heim is going to return. Obviously, just mentioned him. He's the only driver locked in to the Final Four already. Potentially going for that, or he is going for that championship. Could be the champion. He will return for another season. A bit surprising. This had been the rumor we'd heard, but uh, you sort of thought that that maybe it would be to the JGR car, right? To the JGR car and Xfinity. But also Carson Hosevar going from trucks to cup. Um, Zane Smith going from trucks to cup. They say that the, the truck is a lot more relatable to the current cup car. So maybe it's not a bad idea to stick in the truck series. Um, so Corey Heim is coming back to the number 11. I'm excited from the fact that he's won us a lot of money this year. We're going to have a lot more chances to bet on him. So uh, I think that's a great thing. Uh, let's see. Other news. Jake Garcia, not going to be back in the 35 truck next season. Uh, he shared the announcement, said that he um excited to announce his plans here soon. So I don't know exactly. So while we're talking about that team, the, the McAnally racing team, Christian Eckes is going to be back in the 19 truck uh, along with his crew chief. They're going to return. Obviously, they've had a lot of success this season. Right now, third place in the point standings, nine points above the cut line, looking like they could be going into the championship four. So, And then they had previously announced that uh, Daniel Dye is going to – no, is it Daniel Dye or is it Roger Carruth? It was Roger Carruth. Roger Carruth is going to retain uh, or he's going to move over to Bill McAnally with GMS closing. So will they just have the two trucks? Will they still fill the third truck with the 35? Who knows? And where does Jake Garcia go? He had a very solid rookie season. Obviously, I think he missed was it the first two races of the season maybe because uh, he wasn't old enough to, to compete on the big tracks, of course, which is, you know, he's a young guy. He's only 18 years old. So um, that's that's the news out of the, the McAnally camp there. Um, Trevor Bain is back this weekend in the truck series. Uh, obviously we've seen him race a couple times in Xfinity this season. He's going to be in that 25 truck that DeBenedetto, uh, exited from a few weeks ago. Uh, would you, so yeah, would you say it's uh, exited or would you say it was sort of pushed well, out? He exited whether he, how, how he exited, whether Just he was saying. shoved out or they hit the eject you know, button on that one. <laughs> He's no longer in the truck. We'll go with that. Uh, let's see. Old fashioned football said. It's both. Well, sort of. Murr is sick and starting to doze. Uh, oh, man. Murr. The sickness is going around right now. A wife and daughter both not mm. feeling great. I might lock myself in this room and try not to get sick. <laughs> uh, but yes, feel better soon, Murr. Uh, it's ne- never good to, to not be feeling well. And that's going around right now, unfortunately. Yeah, it is. And we need you for the podcast. So uh, get yeah. better. Get get well soon. Exactly. Uh all right, so yeah, as far as yeah, both of those are concerned, caught up on on the the silly season with that there. Yeah, and as far as both of those are concerned, I mean, obviously with uh, with uh, Corey Heim, it was kind of a no brainer. I mean, with as well as he's been running, you know, I don't think there's any any doubt that he needs to to continue on because I think he could make a, a run for a championship again next year. Oh yeah, know? he he's, he easily could go back to pack. And I mean, you look at. There's the chance he's, he's at least in the final four this year, whether he wins the title or not. We'll see, obviously, a couple weeks in Phoenix. But and looking forward to next year, his, well, at one point you could argue strongest competition, maybe not so much lately, but Zane Smith is, is gone, right? He's moving on. Uh, Carson Hosovar, he's gone. He's moving on. That's two of the most talented truck drivers in the field. Uh, I would assume a guy like Ty Majeski's back. Ben Rhodes, you always can't count him out. Eckes is coming back, obviously. 
Crafton's pretty old at this point, but yeah, he'll be back, right? So, uh, yeah, and we'll see what other young guys come up and whatnot, but uh, might be a little bit of a void as far as the top, obviously two of the top truck drivers, two guys still alive in this championship run, are moving straight to the Cup Series, skipping right over the Xfinity Series. So uh, we've seen what Corey Himes been able to do last season part-time at, at a young age, and then coming in this season full-time, he's just been absolutely tearing the series up. So excited to have another season to bet on him in the trucks because uh, he's a guy we, we've loved to go to. Well, it was a lot like what uh, Ty Gibbs and the, the kind of hole that Ty Gibbs and Noah Gragson left uh, going to Cup Series from Xfinity last year. I mean, that's that's the kind of talent that you're taking away from this Truck Series this year. So I, I, I definitely think that going forward, Corey Heim, and I mean, does that play into the rest of this season, honestly? I mean, does it kind of make everybody that much more determined to go out on a high note? I mean, that's sort of where I'm going with this this Truck Race, too, as the, the truck races wind down. I mean, especially for guys like Zane Smith, and I'll talk about him in a little while, eh, time's running out, you know, in the truck series. So you want to leave a lasting impression. Might as well try to go after it this time. I know that he's going to start from the back. He's probably already starting from the back, even though they haven't done any practice qualifying yet, but still. He just, just went to the back again. Look again. Again. <laughs> how ridiculous is that? Um, but yeah. So again, this is Miami Homestead. Uh, they will be racing here. They will not be racing again next week and then they will take the, the track again uh to close everything out in phoenix but um yeah i mean this is it this is the cutoff so everybody they, they no holds barred at this point um yeah. So yeah and then just to, to look at the standings quick obviously mentioned heim is in carson hosovar's 20 points to the good so that's a pretty solid cushion but keep in mind right somebody below the cut wins that moves that down one a couple you know somebody else gets some stage points by no means is he secure. It's a nice cushion to have for him going into this race. Eckes only nine to the good. Sanchez three to the good. Enfinger three to the bad. Rhodes three to the bad. Cheating Ty Majeski 19 to the bad. Not looking good for him. Zane Smith, who we just mentioned, 36 points below the cut line. It's almost really, I mean, it really it is a must win for Zane Smith. And you could almost make the argument for Majeski. He's going to need other people to have a lot of problems and have a great day, or he's going to need to win to get in, which, you know, coming into the playoffs, those are two guys that you almost locked in going into the final four. So good chance that one of those guys doesn't make it. Uh, we'll, we'll have our conversations about uh, multiple of these. I think both those guys as we go on throughout the night, but uh, been a rough set of playoffs uh, races here lately, at least for these two guys. So uh, this is, this is going to be a very exciting race. Obviously, with the cup and the Xfinity, we've still got one more race in there, uh, you know, round of eight where we've got Martinsville next week, but not for the truck series. This will set the final four uh, for Phoenix in, in a couple of weeks. We'll talk all about it. But first, let's tell you about our Survivor Contest, the SGPN Second Chance and Survivor Contest. Are you already got knocked out of your NFL Survivor Pool? Don't worry. We got you covered with the SGPN Second Chance Survivors presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. There's $3,000 up for grabs. And the best part about it, winner takes all. That winner is going to be you. So start this weekend and sign up now. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Survivor. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Survivor. Plus, the fine folks over at the NFL Gambling Podcast are doing a review contest. If you leave an Apple Podcast review, hopefully a five-star review, listen, they've earned it. Those guys are killing it. Every day, they're giving you quality content. They're even breaking down 
lines two weeks in advance for you. No other show is giving you the look ahead that the NFL Gambling Podcast is giving you. I'm getting so choked up about it because it's so awesome. So leave that Apple Podcast review with your favorite TD-related bet for this weekend. Biggest winner, or big, yeah, the biggest winner gets a $50 SGPN gift card. Make sure to include your YouTube username in the review so we can contact the winner. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has a way to play alongside your favorite football team or, of course, drive along with your favorite drivers all season long. Underdog has also introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick up Scorchers. Enjoy a spicy 100x payout. And for a limited time, Underdog's extending that first deposit bonus up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ten of you lucky players will win $10,000 each. We got you on a Friday episode. We're going to give you some more of our favorite underdog plays for this slate as well. So stick with us on Friday. We'll give you a full, full complement of underdog plays. So watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app site, a mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit of up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Well, Cody, we are, of course, at the uh, Baptist Healthcare. Uh, I'm sorry, Baptist Health Cancer Care 200 from the Homestead track. Uh, that that one's a little bit of a tongue twister there. It, it reads, it is, uh, yeah, it reads. It is a wordy one. <laughs> yeah, it, it reads a little differently than it than it probably uh, should be. So uh, again, we are, like I said, at the Miami Homestead Speedway in Homestead, Florida, which we had this discussion on the on the NASCAR uh, cup show. It's like it's in Homestead, but Miami, I suppose is within like what a mile or two or long enough to, to get there. So uh, that's it. No idea, but sure. (laughs) It will be uh, a nice little uh, cozy race for this truck race as they always are. Um, It is 134 laps around this mile and a half paved track for 201 miles this is uh this is it. 201 action-packed miles. You're either racing for the championship after this or you are not. So a uh, lot of lot of uh, intense action in a short period of time. Yeah, it, it, like I said, going to be an exciting one. There's going to be storylines throughout the day. Obviously going to be keeping a close eye on that cut line and you know, if one of those guys at the bottom, Zane Smith or Tamajeski, snags the win, that's really going to shake things up uh heading into the final four and uh yeah, we're going to have a new truck series or a repeat truck series champion soon as Zane Smith, obviously the defending champion. He sure is. Um, all right, well then let's uh, let's go ahead and start setting our card as we got all the formalities out of the way. Let's, uh, let's start getting people set with their bets for the weekend. Let's do it. First up for me, Carson Hosevar, going to take him to finish on the podium. Top three plus 125 over on Caesars. Carson Hosevar has been really good on the mile-and-a-half programs this season. Uh, Finished 12th place in this race last year. That means absolutely zero to me. 2022 Carson Hosovar, 2023 Carson Hosovar are two completely different drivers. Uh, Recently on intermediate style of tracks, fourth place at Bristol, sixth place at Kansas where he led 32 laps. If you take out Talladega and you look at the last nine oval races, um... He has been sixth. Hold on. Let me let me make sure I get this, this stat correctly. No worse than sixth place in eight of those, uh, or in all nine. Okay. Well, we're going to try this one more time. 
The last nine oval races take out Talladega because it's a super speedway. Sixth place or better for Carson Hosovar. And in eight of them, he was fourth place or better. He has been extremely solid on regular oval tracks throughout this. I mean, that's a good long stretch. That's a couple months in the truck series. Nine straight oval races, not super speedways uh, inside of the top six. Eight of them inside the top four. A couple of wins in that time frame. He has been extremely good this season. Give me Carson Hosovar to finish on the podium, plus 125 over on Caesar Sportsbook. There's a reason that he was called up into the Cup Series and and completely bypassed, really, a full season in the Xfinity Series, right? I mean, obviously, we know that he's raced in the Xfinity Series, but not a full season. And there's certainly the talent there. He's he's fast. Um, I, I heard on the uh, betting preview show today that they were talking about if you want the car to be fast, you put Carson Hosevar in it because he seems to make these cars fast. Um, and, and it's true. I mean, that 40, uh, 42, you know, Noah Gragson was not really the best in it, but you put Carson Hosevar in it, and he was actually an improvement. Not not a drastic improvement. He wasn't putting it in the top five, but he was at least making himself in the conversation. Yeah, so having solid runs for the equipment that he was in. And again, you look at how he was last year, and he was pretty good last season, right? But you could just see that switch flip this season, and you could see how much he's... he's uh, matured as a driver you can see the different mindset right and i think was he on with dale jr i think at one point or maybe he's a one of the dirty mo shows i think it might have been door bumper clear but they were talking to him about that talking to him about the mindset and just he's in the perfect mindset really to go chase this championship again he's 23 points to the good he doesn't have to overdo it he doesn't have to win this race but i think he's going to be in the top three at the end of the day just have a nice solid mistake free day that's going to advance him to phoenix Give him a shot at that title before he uh, moves on to the the 77 car next season. I agree. Uh, all right. So I, I put on boxing gloves today. I've had a hell of a day. I mean, I, I'm just going to come right out and say it. I've had a hell of a day. Um, and the last couple of days, actually. Yeah, me. I was going to say, it's been, a, it's been a hell of a week for you. Yeah, it's already been a hell of a week for me. I'll <laughs> spare you all the gory details. But I'll, I'll suffice <laughs> it to say, I put some gloves on this week, and I'm taking some swings. So if you don't want to tail me on these ones, that's fine. But don't come after me saying that, oh, my God, Rod, you were so wrong. That's fine. I'm kind of expecting <laughs> to be wrong on all of these because I, I would love to be pleasantly surprised when I'm right on these ones, all right? But I'm going to make a case for him because that's what we do on this show. Uh, I'm going to take Chase Purdy as a top five truck. His odds are set at 10 or 5 to 1, rather, for that to happen. So kind of a long shot for a top five. But let me start by saying this. Last year, in the 61 truck, in, in a truck, a Hattori truck, he finished in 10th. He started, uh, he, I'm sorry, he finished 16th, but he started 10th. So in a truck that probably had no business running inside of the top 20, he finished 16th, so a very solid run from there. Now he is in the still the top of the line until it changes, right? Until obviously Kyle Busch Motorsports kind of goes by the wayside for good. Um, but Kyle Kyle Busch is still the top of the line manufacturer in the in the truck series, regardless of manufacturer, regardless of whatever, right? We know the Kyle Busch trucks still run good. Now listen, have they all done well this season? Nah. And in fact, more often than not, they haven't been all that great. But Chase Purdy's actually put uh, a few moves on the, the last couple of weeks. In fact, so much so that he started on the pole in Kansas and Talladega. Now, they didn't turn into good finishes, unfortunately, um, but he was still fast enough to be in the mix. So 
going back to this race last year for Chase Purdy, right? He he ranked 16th as far as green flag speed uh, overall, which is, you know, again, right about where he finished. Uh, and and if you look at it, too, for uh, for Chase Purdy, he had uh, he started 10th, middle of the race he was 15th, and he finished in 16th. His highest position was 8th, so he was inside the top 10 in that. Uh, but again, all this in the 61 truck, right? I mean, this is, this is something where you don't expect it out of the 63. He spent uh, 43 laps inside the top 15 of these 133 laps. So still running inside the top 15 of that. Now it's not the top five, but you amplify what the equipment he's in right now, and you can see that the potential is there for Chase Purdy to have good finishes um, on especially mile and a half. I mean, you look at what he did at Las Vegas this year. He started third, finished eighth, just outside of the top 10, uh, but still a good solid finish. At Texas, started 14th, finished second, right? So he's still, he's, he's able to do this. It's just a matter of, can he do this? And I think he can. He doesn't have anything left to race for at all, to be honest with you. I mean, he doesn't, I don't think he knows where he's going next season, right? At, at Kyle Busch. I think it's all still sort of up in the air, or are they taking over? Um, I, you know, I'm not sure if I've seen any news on on Purdy. Uh, obviously, uh, Spire bought the team, so uh, they uh, will have the option to retain him, I would imagine. But I, I don't know that I've seen an official announcement. I will uh, quickly look here and see. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing anything yet. So, well, yeah, I, I, as of now, I would say he probably does not have... A deal for next year so he's racing for a ride i think so we'll, we'll uh hopefully that puts a little motivation under him and he can finish inside of the top five so that is my bet five to one chase purdy top five truck i like it and yeah i mean it's not a bad idea to build for some chaos this week because again we just talked about that very close cut line talked about guys that have to win we know how these trucks can get pushy and shovey and and things can go crazy uh, it's not a bad idea to have a fast truck at a five to one number to sneak into that top five. I agree. We will continue on with our next set of bets, but let me tell you about game time. Can't stand buying tickets. Can't stand it. I hate it. I don't enjoy any part of it. I love the shows. I love going to see concerts. I love going to see comedy shows. I love going to see sporting events. I love it. I just hate buying tickets for it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go sometimes until the day before, which means now I'm trying to find them last minute without getting gouged, paying four or five times what the ticket's actually worth. Oof, it's all stressful. But with game time, all that stress goes away. It melts away because they've got not only the lower fees and the better prices on all these tickets, but they give you last minute ticket deals. And look, if I find a better deal somewhere else, Game time's going to give me 110% of the difference of what I found it for. So not only can I not just worry about buying a ticket and getting gouged, if I find a better price, I'm going to get reimbursed for it. It's awesome. The game time guarantee, that means they're going to give you the tickets on time. They're going to be authentic, and it's all guaranteed. More than that, it's made for my phone. So the tickets will be on the app on my phone, and I don't have to worry about putting uh, emails out there or waiting by the the mailbox for my tickets to come no more of that it's all done uh we can we can buy tickets in peace and you even get a picture of the seat that you're going to be sitting in all that and the cherry on top right so snag the tickets without the stress with game time download the game time app create an account use the code cfbx for 20 dollars off 
of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rates for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, sir. Next bet to you, my friend. Next up for me, I'm going to take Christian Eckes, top five finish. This is even money, plus 100. Over on Caesars, Rod Christian Eckes has been on a tear lately. Last race, Talladega, 19th again. Super Speedway, you kind of just throw it out. doesn't really matter. Prior to that race at Talladega, he won at Kansas, second at Bristol, third at Milwaukee, second at IRP. He has been really, really good lately. Um, you go back, he's got three starts on this track. Uh, his first start here, 2019, he finished in third place, 2020 in eighth place finish seventh place last year in his third start here. So he's been pretty solid, right? Got inside that top five once right outside of the top five in the other two starts. Um, so yeah, just announced right today that, uh, he's going to be coming back to that 19 truck next year. Uh, last year he was one of those guys that had the ride at Thor sport kind of forced out of there unceremoniously despite having a good season. Didn't know where he was going to go. Kind of been on this revenge tour this year. Now he's got that nice, solid peace of mind. He's going to be back with Bill McAnally next year. He can focus forward. He's looking forward to making a run for the championship. As we enter the race, nine points above that cutoff line. Going to need to have a good, strong, solid day. I think Christian Eckes puts that 19 truck in the top five at the end of the day, advances himself onto Phoenix plus 100 over on Caesars. Well, you know that I love me some Christian Eckes. I've been on him off and on this season. I, I, you need a good run out of this guy. I mean, he's he's had some rough luck, too, over the, the course of this season, and I think he needs to put it together in this one. This is it, though. This is this is why, right? This is the, the last chance to show something if you want to compete for a championship. So that 19 car has what it takes. We just have to make sure that uh, he stays out of trouble in order to get there. Speaking of staying out of trouble, well, this next driver needs to stay out of every bit of trouble. And again, like I said, I'm putting the big boy gloves on. I'm swinging hard at this card. Uh, Stuart Friesen, a top five truck. Who's, who's that, Ross? My favorite <laughs> Canadian who is actually Canadian. I haven't said his name in a very long time. And for good yes, reason. He's still racing these days. <laughs> it would not seem that way, right? But listen, all right, 34th at Talladega. He crashed out. 14th at Bristol. Uh, not a good day for him, really. I mean, from what you expect out of Stuart Friesen. Um, but listen, seventh at Kansas, that's a mile and a half, right? That's not too far outside of the top five. Um, I know it's not a top five finish. Rod, that's not a top five finish. I get that. Um, but by the same token, it, it's close enough to me to think that he may get there. Uh, Taylor Gray snuck up into the mix there. So you take Taylor Gray. I don't think he's going to get a second place finish 
at Miami. He may, I don't know, but don't be hating on Taylor Gray. And Matt DiBenedetto is not even in the truck anymore. So you take those two guys out. That's a top <laughs> five finish for him over there at Kansas. Um, look at something, uh, other races that he's had over at the mile and a half tracks. Finished third at Texas earlier in the season. He actually won at Texas in uh, 2022. So he does have a win on a mile and a half as recently as last season. 14th at Las Vegas this season, but before that, third, sixth, fourth, fourth, ninth, right? So good solid finishes there. Top 10 finishes there, really close to the top five, and in some cases inside the top five. How's he done at Kansas? Well, told you he finished seventh earlier in the spring. He finished fourth uh, earlier than that in the, I'm sorry, seventh in the fall, third in the, uh, fourth in the spring. So a top five finish there on that mile and a half track as well. And then at Charlotte, not really that great of a, of a finish uh, positioning for him. So I'll just throw that out since it doesn't support my thesis. So what I'm saying to you, people are probably like, Rod, you're full of shit. Uh, <laughs> no, that's what, you're supposed to craft the numbers. Why do you think I say these guys who finish in the top 11 so many times? Right? I, that's what I'm saying. That's what works to fit my numbers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Stuart Friesen, we know he's fast. We know he's good. We know that truck is always in the conversation of the better ones on the track. Problem is, is just it's been so bad for him lately getting wrecked out. Um, and really, on this track, he does have two top five finishes already in six starts. So it's not as if he can't get it done. Just uh, just need to see it from him. That's all. Well, yeah. I mean, on the Cup Series show, we talked about dirt drivers, right? And how this track is good for them and how they do well here. Well, who's the dirt guy in this field? Stuart Friesen is that guy. So they need some good mojo to kind of end the season on. So, uh, and I think. So we're giving out five different top five finishers here, but pick and choose, right? The ones you want. And we, we talked about this earlier today on the F1 Gambling Podcast. Sometimes you just find a, a certain market within the way the odds come out. And over there, it was the podium finishes this week. Like the top three numbers, just super juicy. You guys, you want, you take those sprinkles. Here, it happens to be the top fives this week. I've got a couple of top fives as well. I'm going to take Nick Sanchez at plus 250 for a top five. I was going to take Trevor Bain plus 450 for a top five, both over on Caesars. Um, for Nick Sanchez, he's been really fast this season. He's been good. You talked about the KBM trucks, right? He's in a rev racing truck. They're, they're basically KBM trucks as well. Uh, he led 42 laps at Kansas. Uh, he was second in stage one in that race after starting up front there. Ended up eighth at the end of the race, but that's not far out of the top five, obviously. Was running up there throughout the day. Um, his starts have been really good this season. He won the pole at Nashville, second at Milwaukee, on the pole at Kansas, Talladega as well. Uh, Texas spring race, led 168 laps in that race. I believe that race was only scheduled to be like 164. He led into at least one overtime, ended up getting wrecked, uh, I believe, by Stuart Friesen at the end there uh, and not getting the win, but he was absolutely dominant that day. That's the type of day he can produce when it comes to Trevor Bain. Um, he's a guy that we've seen. He doesn't get a ton of opportunities these days, right? Uh, it's mostly been in the 19 car. We'll see him over there for, um, for, for the Gibbs guys in the Xfinity series. And that's really where we've seen him here lately. Uh, but he makes the most out of those appearances. Most of the time, he's got three starts this season. One's at Daytona. That doesn't count. Had a strong seventh place run. Um, there at Bristol earlier this season. And then I was trying to look back on his truck statistics as well. He's not had a lot of truck series starts in the past. 
Um, but he's run pretty good in the starts. He's had uh, four top 10 finishes and eight starts over in the truck series. And, and again, he's just, we've seen this truck. You just stood off. Matt DiBenedetto was one of those guys who finished in the top five at Kansas, right? This truck is capable of those good runs. And Trevor Bain is the type of guy who, who can show up and have a good run. He's a former Daytona 500 winner, right? He's been in the cup series. He's done all of that. Don't see a ton of them anymore, but the opportunities he takes and the chances he gets usually capitalizes, makes the most out of them. I think a plus 450 to get in the top five uh, for Trevor Bain is a good number. So Trevor Bain, top five, plus 450. Nick Sanchez, top five, plus 250. Both those over on, on Caesars as well. You know, for Trevor Bain, if he has a fast enough truck anyways, he doesn't have to play around with it. He could just go for the win. I mean, that's what he's going for anyways. So if he's if he's just going for the win and he's got a fast enough truck, he may not get there, but you're right. A top five could very well be within his grasp. So, uh, look, if I'm taking a swing at, at Stuart Friesen, I'm not ever going to talk you down off of uh, Trevor Bain for a top five finish as well. Um, all right, I'm going to go into head-to-heads already. Uh, I'm go- I got one that I-, I wanted to take the other side of this. I went into this thinking I want to take Raja Karuth because he's at plus money, and I feel like Raja Karuth is due for a good finish because Raja Karuth is always fighting and fighting hard. But the thing about Raja Karuth is that sometimes that fight gets him caught up in the wrong place at the wrong time, and more often than not, it has been exactly that for Raja Karuth this season to the point where his average finishing position this year is 19th, where his average start is 15th, right? He's already got three DNFs on the season, only three top 10s in the 21 races that he's participated in this season. So not really a banner year for Raja Karuth. You talked about what uh, what Jake Garcia was up to, right? Missed the first couple of races of, or actually missed Daytona because he wasn't old enough, but he came back in for Las Vegas. Uh, so Garcia, his fin- his average finish is 14.6. Really just one off of his average start of 13.8. But where this case gets strengthened is in the finishing positions on these mile and a halfs this season. Raja Karuth in Las Vegas finished 29th. Jake Garcia in his first race in the truck series in the year finished 10th, right? So a top 10 finish right out of the gate. Fort Worth uh, in Texas Raja Karuth finished 19th. Garcia finished 5th. So another solid one there. Uh, in Kansas, Raja Karuth, 34th. Jake Garcia, 8th. I'll, I'll keep going for the sake of argument, but I'll tell you right now that these numbers continue to be uh, skewed the way of uh, of Garcia. Look at Kansas uh, later on in the year, Kansas in the fall. Uh, Garcia finishes 11th. And, and even with a 12th place finish for Raja Karuth, he still could not beat Garcia in this head-to-head. So we know Garcia is a talented young driver, and we know that he can get it done. Uh, we, we've seen him with speed. He's got eight top 10s, two top fives on the season, and only hasn't finished one race. So I, I like all of that body of work over what we've seen out of Raja Karuth. I mean, this is minus 120 for Garcia over Karuth, but I don't feel like this is juiced to the point where it, it talked me off of the Garcia and, you know, cause I, like I said, I really wanted to take Caruth at plus money, but I can't do it. Yeah. I really like the, the, uh, Garcia side of this as well, potentially auditioning for a ride next year. Does he have something locked in? Maybe he doesn't. Maybe they said you're not coming back and he's got the, you know, the lines out there trying to catch something needs a good solid performance. Uh, I do like Garcia there. Caruth, he's shown a lot of speed. He's got a lot of potential. 
The results just are not there for him. Every once in a while, a pop-up have a good finish, but a majority of the time, you can't count on him to deliver those good finishes. Glad to see him coming back next season, right? He's going to be with McAnally, so he'll be with, uh, you know, we're replacing Garcia, basically, <laughs> in another McAnally truck there. Um, I think that's going to be a really good opportunity for him, but I do agree with you this week. You fade him. Speaking of fading, Rod, should we just make this one entire big segment right here? I feel welcome, like <laughs> welcome to the fade Ty Majeski corner of the show. <laughs> Ty Majeski on an absolute tear, just running the series apart, gets busted for bleeding the tires, just flat out cheating at the Milwaukee Mile. Rod, since he was busted cheating, it's not been great for him. Uh, his finishes following Milwaukee Mile, 18th at Kansas, 19th at Bristol, 21st at Talladega. To me, that screams fade, fade, fade. He's 19 points to the bad side of making it to the Final Four here. His crew chief is still suspended. Um, and just things are not going well for them. Uh, how long they were bleeding tires for and how much of an advantage that was giving them makes you really wonder, doesn't it? Because... Uh, it's, it's been very, very bad for them since they've come back. You go back and you look at what he's done on mile and a half. Got Kansas 18th there. Um, go back farther to if you want to talk intermediates, you got Nashville. He was 31st. Charlotte, he was 7th. Okay, but compared to the guys we're about to bring up, 7th might not be good enough to finish them anyways. Uh, Kansas won. He was 25th in that one. Darlington, he was 31st. Did have 4th place at Texas. That was a little bit of a a result of of that overtime craziness and the big wreck up front. Fifth at Las Vegas to open the season, but things have just not been going good for Majeski lately. So I have got two head-to-heads against him. I'm going to take Carson Hosovar right at plus 145. Are you fucking kidding me? Holy shit, this is a great number. This one's over on Superbook. I'll get down on this one as quickly as you possibly can. Love Carson Hosovar. Overtime Majeski. You go back over the last six races, Carson Osovar has won the head-to-head in five of the six races. Um, and then I'm also going to take Corey Heim. You know I love my guy, Corey Heim. You know how good he is week in and week out. He is also plus money, plus 105 over Ty Majeski. Why the books are so in love with Ty Majeski this weekend, I don't understand how things have been going lately for him after they got busted cheating, all this stuff. There's a lot of pressure. He's basically in a must-win situation that's high pressure. I don't think he's going to get it done. He's been the short track king, right? It's been that's where you really want to go after him, not on the mile and a half, not on the bigger tracks. The results just have not been as good. Corey Heim is is the favorite to win this race, so it blows my mind that he's plus money to him here. Uh, But you definitely have got to get in on this matchup. Corey Heim this entire season, Rod, has two finishes worse than eighth place that includes road courses that includes the super speedways two finishes all season outside of the top eight that is an absolutely crazy good season we're down to the final two races that's a pretty big sample size at this point right eight of the last 10 races Corey heim has straight up beat ty majeski head to head give me is this I, i gotta make sure i wrote this down correctly is this still plus money or did i I feel like it's got to be wrong. So over I'm going to quickly Book? double check over on Superbook here. If my Superbook will load. Oh, let, let me help you pull this up. So I yes. got truck oh, series. We're, we're, 
uh, race matchups, plus 105 time of Jeske, or uh, Corey Heim over time of Jeske. So you are wow. correct. Still plus wow. money. Just... This just in. And Majeski is minus 125. So what... And for outright numbers, they've got Corey Heim listed above Majeski. They're both a plus 350. Um, but, uh, yeah, again, and your matchup is also against Ty Majeski. I'll let you get into that. But love both of these guys. You're getting them both a plus money. Spoiler alert, yours is at plus money, too. Uh, these guys, even if Majeski has an okay day, ends up 7th to 10th, something like that, I think that these all three of these guys really could beat them. Haim uh, and, and Hosovar, for me, uh, we're going to talk about them again in a few minutes is, is all I'll say. So I expect very good days from these guys, uh, and, and I'm big, big on the fade time Majeski train this week. I think that's going to be the most profitable way to attack this truck race. Let me add another cart to this uh, or what do they call it uh, another compartment another what i'm gonna hitch another wagon to your uh, trail there uh, and uh, and kind of coat off of this one this one i picked and then I, I got into the dock and i realized that cody had had completely uh faded him as well so i was like well it's fade majeski and i'll tell you why the books love him so much right he won this race last year and so they're they're looking at that purely off of a oh well he won this race and he's done uh he's actually won some races this season so then let's make ty majeski uh, the favorite in all of these matchups. Well, that's that's where you're going to benefit because I've got even a guy that Cody can say is going to finish better than Ty Majeski. Uh, I don't know. He's going. He just went to the back again. But, <laughs> but it doesn't matter where he goes. It matters where he finishes, and he's finished well. Zane Smith has Zane Smith over Ty Majeski. This is at plus one twenty five over on SuperBook. So scoop up all of these. Uh, plus money finishes as well. Look, Cody talked about it too, and and in the fact that Ty Majeski did start off on a tear, right? Sixth at Daytona, fifth at Las Vegas, eleventh in Atlanta, fifth or uh, third at Austin, fourth at Fort Worth, second on Bristol, fourth at Martinsville. But even still, like after that, he sort of fell off. Thirty first at Darlington, popped back up for a second place in North Wilkesboro and a seventh place at Charlotte. Great. Thirty at the Gateway, thirty first at Nashville. Like the roller coaster he's been on has been just quite barf worthy right um for lack of any better terms and it's not really been all that better for for zane smith he has some stretches where you know darlington 32nd north wilkesboro 30 or 22nd rather north wilkesboro 32nd charlotte 23rd gateway 20th but he's also been like second place in nashville second place in mid ohio so the thing about zane smith is that he he definitely has had his fair share of problems last couple of weeks 24th at bristol 32nd at talladega but what i will say is that in these head-to-heads, especially on some of these mile-and-a-halves, it's been Zane Smith still getting the better of him, right? I talked about Ty Majeski having a fifth place at Las Vegas. Well, guess what? Zane Smith finished second in Las Vegas. You want to talk about Texas? I know uh, that that was the one where Ty Majeski actually got him. Uh, fourth for Ty Majeski, 14th for, uh, for Zane Smith. At Kansas, though, uh, we look at that 25th for Ty Majeski, a third place for Zane Smith go back to the next Kansas race it was a fifth place for Ty Majeski and a 18th place for I'm sorry a 18th place for Ty Majeski fifth place for Zane Smith Zane Smith has been winning these head-to-heads on these mile and a halves so there's nothing that tells me that he can't do it uh, on this one as well Ty Majeski outside of that win has a 10th place finish here in that 45 truck uh, but he was also in the 66 truck too when he ended up winning, uh, he's not in that 66 truck right now. For Zane Smith, 37th place finish in his first race out here, but he crashed out of that one. Runner up in 2022. 
I think Zane Smith is going to get it done. He needs to win. Cody said it. He is so far outside of the cut line. All he can do is win this race to get in. So what do you think Zane Smith and team are going to be trying to do? And they're fully capable of doing it. So they need to get it done this week or else that's it. Yeah. And, and yeah, Majeski did win this race last year. I, I forgot to mention that important point, I guess. But but uh, again, just the way things have been going for him lately, that's more what I'm leaning into with this. I know he's one for one in his starts here. He's got the one start and, and he won it. But just looking at what's been going on lately with everything that happened with the tire issue and all that deal, crew chief's gone. Also, you go back to Phoenix last year, you put him in a pressure position. His teammates leading the race. Ben Rhodes looks like he's going to go back to back for the championship. Majeski is either third or fourth, makes a desperation move, spins out, brings the caution flag out, costs his teammate the championship. Zane Smith ends up winning it instead. You put him under the pressure. He's pretty much under the pressure where he has to win this one. I think he's going to crack under the pressure. Uh, and I think without his his bleeding tires, he is not going to be the fastest truck this week. So love all three of these bets. Zane Smith, I don't know how much I trust him. But a plus money, yes, please, because I distrust Majeski that much. Uh, and I think that Zane is, is at least going to be up there, top five, top ten at the end of this race, if nothing else. So uh, I like it. If at the very least, it's just the lesser of two evils at this point. I mean, really, honestly, it's it's Fade, the guy that's on the wrong end of the momentum switch. Um, I mean, both of these guys kind of are the wrong end of a, a momentum yeah, but Zane, switch. But even Zane, though, like his finishes haven't been that bad. As much as we've kind of clowned on him, and it's not been, you know, obviously Dega really put him behind the eight ball on the points, but the finishes haven't been that horrible for him. And, and Majeski, it's, it's three in a row where, not been good and it's all been since the tire incident uh and i think that those things are, are related because i mean he was the fastest truck in the field not even close the previous weeks and yeah so I, I think that that it obviously seemed to have been related yes it did all right well all that's left is to select some winners so you've got this race. You have oh i have I, one more i cheated i that's did right. two in a row because i was going with Majeski. so your turn again right? all right fine my turn again i'll make this one kind of quick uh i'm back to my winning truck number ways uh and i've got the winning truck number between 20 and 49 it's such a huge it's such a huge number swath but unfortunately it really doesn't cover too many uh contenders but it covers enough to where i think it'll give you a nice little um i guess range of opportunity uh, this is a plus 145 over on Caesars for the winning truck to be between 20 and 49. Which trucks fall under those that actually have some sort of a chance? Well, Grant Enfinger in the 24, I think. We talked about Trevor Bain in the 25. I mean, if we think he's going to get close to the front, he could steal a win. I don't think he will, but he could, and that would be it for you. And then Zane Smith in the 38, and more importantly, Carson Hosevar in the 42. So this gives you some fast trucks in this range. I was looking at some of the other ones and unfortunately there's like one driver in some of these groups, you know, like the, the zero to nine group. Uh, I don't know that I can really make a case for any of these guys. Nick Sanchez, maybe chase Purdy. I said would be in the top five. So maybe he steals it. Dean Thompson is not an issue like Colby Howard. No. And then the, the yeah. So I could only identify like one driver that I liked out of the other other groups in this one i i got three so i figured three drivers for plus 145 that's not a bad deal so um give me the winning truck number between 20 and 49 at plus 125 uh is it 125 145 over on caesar's even better 
Yeah, this is a good group because it does cover you with those three guys specifically. And if you're going to bet somebody that's out of this number, then that gives you the coverage over here. So at the plus 145 number, uh, I don't think it's a bad bet at all. I don't think so either. Uh, all right, well, then who is going to win this race? Cody, who do we think? Well, uh, you know, usually I've got one of the favorites. I got somebody a little farther. I got a long shot. Not this week. We're sticking up near the top. Very simple. Corey Heim, plus 350 on Superbook. He is the best driver in the best truck, and he's got no pressure. He can just go out there. He can run his race. You saw it a couple weeks ago at Bristol. Wasn't the best car all day, but the last six laps, he was the best car. Ran down Christian Eckes. Got that win. That's what locked him into this. No pressure. He can go out and run his race. I think Corey Heim shows up. I think even at plus 350 as a favorite, he is worth the bet. Don't trust Majeski. Don't trust Zane Smith. Those are the other two guys that you would think are going to be the biggest threats to him, obviously, being first and second place in this race last year. Um, so love Car oh, Corey Heim, plus 350. The other one I'm taking, Carson Osovar, 6-1. to one. Again, keeping it short and simple, I think you just take the guys up near the top in this race. To me, this feels like these drivers in the playoffs are going to be going for it here. Again, uh, with Hosovar, he's very safe, right? It's not He's not locked in by any means. He still has to, to find his way in. 23 points to the good. Why not just go out and win this? Talked about him earlier to finish in the top three. Again, nine oval races in a row without Talladega in there. In the top six, eight of those in the top four. He is in the mix at the end of these races. Got his first career win at Texas. Um, he's been making these cup series starts, running very well in those. Uh, everything has been running well for Carson Hosovar here lately. I think he could get it done. I think it's six to one. He's a good bet. So give me him six to one. Corey Heim plus three fifty. We're keeping it nice and simple here in the truck series, and we're gonna take take these couple of favorites and just hit the win this way. To me, it's almost as if, especially in this race, because this is this is one of the this is the last playoff race before the championship race. So they're all the playoff drivers are in the mix. So it's a matter of pick the ones that you think are going to be the the greatest to win. And obviously, we're picking the fastest trucks in this. We're not trying to, to choose a long shot to win because more often than not, long shots don't win in these last races before uh, Phoenix. So, again, I like it. And I'm also adding one more to the mix, and that's Zane Smith. I know, I know, I know, Cody, that's not trusting Zane Smith at all. But I, I still believe that this team is going to throw everything they have to throw everything i mean I, we've rattled off the numbers to you already so if you really need more of a, of a case for zane smith go back and listen to him when i talk about him over time majeski but the, the the truth of the matter is this all comes down at five to one and the fact that he is five to one and he finished second last season here to time majeski should tell you that i mean he's not the the clear favorite but he's definitely not one of the long shots either there's still an opportunity for him to win this race he needs to win this race. And I, I, I truly believe that if nothing else, the narrative driven part of this, you know, for Zane Smith to, to have to win, to get in, that's, what's going to drive this train. And I think, I think he's too good of a driver to not. I mean, I, I get it. I know. And, and I've seen it with my own eyes, the demise sometimes of Zane Smith. And, and it's just hard to, it's hard to, to see it and think that he can get it done. But there's still this small part of me that's like, don't count him out because He's a good driver, and he's a defending champion for a reason, right? So um, I think Zane Smith, the five to one, not completely worth ignoring. I think you have to to pay some kind of attention to it because you know if it does happen, then and you're not on it, then it's kind of your own fault. 
Yeah, and he's made the final four. Well, he's been, what, top two in the points for, I think, four seasons in a row. Uh, so he won last year. He was second in 21, and he was second in 2020. So, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, three seasons in a row he's been in the top two, which means he's in the final four there at the end. That's the argument you can make towards him. Again, I've just been off of him lately. I don't feel like it's time to get back on him. I think Zane Smith is going home this weekend. Not going to be back to defend his title. He'll he'll change from the defending champion to the reigning champion, as we learned earlier this season. Um, but that's why they run the race. I'm excited. It's going to be a good one. I think we're in for a really good show. And uh, yeah, then it's going to be going to be time to race for a championship the next time the trucks are out there. Sure is. I told you I put my gloves on today. I told you I was I was coming swinging for this one, and I don't care if I go down. And and if you guys don't tell me, that's fine. I don't care. I just I want I want to go at this pretty hard. So hopefully, well, some I hope of these you put for your you. gloves on and take it to the books because, Rod. Obviously, we're going out of order here. We're doing the truck series after the Cup series. We'd love to do an Xfinity series show tomorrow, um, but so far all we have is outrights. I, I don't understand. What's uh, oh boy. Oh, I see some matchups on Superbook. <laughs> oh, do you? Okay, yeah. go. Over. We're almost. That means there. we're slowly getting there. Though. Almost there, but yeah, take the books out. Uh, take your book out and your pen and paper. Uh, we are going to go over these bets for this Baptist Health Cancer Care 200. Uh, it is uh, Cody starting you out with Carson Hosevar on the podium, which is top three for those of you who don't drink tea with your pinky up, at plus 125 over on Caesars. Uh, and then I gave you Chase Purdy as a top five car at five to one. Cody gave you Christian Eckes as a top five truck at plus 100 over on Caesars. I said Stuart Friesen would be a top five truck at plus 400. Cody said no. Nick Sanchez would be a top five truck at plus 250 on Caesars, or even Trevor Bain is a top five truck at four and a half to one on Caesars. I said that Jake Garcia would finish better than Raj Akaruth at minus 120 over on Superbook. <clears throat> Cody gave you Carson Hosevar over Ty Majeski at plus 145 on Superbook. I said Zane Smith would finish over Ty Majeski at plus 125. And then Cody piled on and said that Corey Heim would finish better than Ty Majeski at plus 105 over on Superbook. There's cars that aren't even, or trucks that aren't even driving that are going to finish better than Ty Majeski over this one. So keep Keep piling on as much as you want. Uh, I said the winning truck would be between the numbers 20 and 49 at plus 145 over on Caesars. And then Cody gave you Corey Heim at 3.5 to 1 on Superbook and Carson Hosevar at 6 to 1 on Superbook to win this race. I said Zane Smith would be the winner at 5 to 1. Well, that is the rundown of this race. And uh, yeah, all we got left to do now is to watch it play out in front of us and watch somebody make their way into the championship four. Yes, I'm excited. I was looking quickly to see if there was any more Majeski head-to-heads just so we could see how far we would go in taking him. I think that was I'm not it. seeing any more. We cleared him out. We did clear him out. I am seeing over on Caesars, uh, Heim is minus 120 in the head-to-head. So definitely get over to Superbook if you have that option. Um, and he's minus 110 even on DraftKings. So yeah, the plus 105 over on Superbook is definitely the way to go. On that little bit of a misprice, so get in on that quickly. I'm excited. Let's go. Uh, let's go set the final four for the truck series, and uh, I think it's gonna be gonna be a fun race on on Saturday. We get a double header this weekend. Got uh, trucks and then Cup for Saturday. So, or trucks and Xfinity rather for Saturday, not Cup. But I'm excited. Let's do it. That's right. Cup and F1 on Sunday though, so a lot of fun on that one. All right, Cody. As we bow on out of here, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. 
Yeah, follow me on X at Husker underscore Zeb. Make sure you check out the F1 Gambling Podcast. Had an episode of that drop earlier today. We're uh, very big on on one driver, so check that out. Get your bets placed over there. That's going to be a lot of fun. The race in the United States, Coda, uh, a track that we've been to in the, the NASCAR series earlier this season. So a lot of fun there. And, uh, again, YouTube, go over, hit that like, smash the subscribe button, all the fun stuff, because, like Rod said, we've been doing these pick shows live and uh, might just go live for Xfinity tomorrow, too. So uh, be there, and then uh, we'll see you then. Indeed. I'm on X at RJ Via Gomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it is in between media, check out the back road, Seth and Elliot holding down for you to talk about Homestead, Miami. We'll be back tomorrow with Xfinity if the odds ever pop. But when they do, we'll be there for you. Uh, of course, and then later in the week for our DFS underdog episode. All right, guys, have a good night. We'll see you again tomorrow. And until next time, let's go racing and let it ride. Through the darkness.